Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie, and welcome. Hey, Herman, good morning, buddy. Very good. Going to be a loud week in D.C., huh? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's blame game to the max this week here in D.C. with the battle over the funding for the Department of Homeland Security and, of course, the underlying battle on the president's executive actions on immigration. Let me, we, let me interrupt you yeah, and ask you right a question. Ahead. The House version funds DHS. It just will not allow funding for the president's executive action, You're right? absolutely right. There's two extras that they put on there. One okay. would block money uh, to implement the expanded DACA program. That's for the, the young people, the dreamers who were brought here illegally by their parents. It would not protect them from uh, further from being deported, possibly. And then the other provision uh, also blocks the implementation of what's called the DAPA plan, D-A-P-A, for the parents of people who are here legally, but they've come in illegally. And so it's it, it, it's instead of a, a straight-up sort of immigration bill on policy, they are using these money riders, the power of the purse, to say, no, you, you, the Obama administration, may not use money to implement what the president wants to do on immigration, what the judges put on hold. But that bill made it through the House. Right. Uh, the Senate, the Democrats have refused to even allow it to get to the floor for debate and amendment. They will take a fourth vote today on a filibuster that the Democrats uh, try to break that. And again, they will not be able to. There are not 60 votes in the Senate. And I think some Republicans, well, like Speaker Boehner, would just like to say, okay, we'll go to Friday and watch everything shut down. It's not our fault. We've done our work. It's the Democrats standing in the way. Because the bill does fund DHS. It just doesn't fund those components. Yeah, and also I think uh, Republicans say, look, the Democrats aren't even allowing it to come up for a vote. They're not even allowing it to come up for amendment, which, frankly, Herman, I, I'm not sure that the DACA provisions, the expanded DACA, I don't know that that has a majority vote for it in the Senate. That might not even. If, they, if the Democrats allowed the bill to come up, I'm, I'm not sure whether that would actually survive a vote in the Senate. So, but, you know, we can't get to that point because the Democrats are not aligned. Now, what they argue is they say, well, this is ridiculous. You should just bring up a clean bill. The problem is, is that they want to bring up their own version of the bill. 
uh, and send it to the House. But, the, you know, uh, maybe students of civics would know that revenue bills cannot originate in the Senate. Correct. They have to originate in the House. So here we are. You have to bring it up on the floor to allow for amendments. If the Democrats refuse to do that all week, I think there will be some Republican. There are some Republican voices out there who will say, no, 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 this is a mistake. We shouldn't go to the mat on a shutdown of DHS. It's wrong. But I sort of think that's maybe where we're going. The other thing that we factor in is the legal battle, you know, that started last week with the judge's temporary injunction. Right. There are some people who said, okay, well, the Republicans can back off on the shutdown fight because, you know, they've, the, the judge has put everything on hold. I just, I have, the members aren't back yet at this hour. I just sort of get the sense that that is not a feeling of no. a lot of Republicans, that what they'd rather do is say, hey, you know what, we won in that step one. Why do we want to back down politically right now? So it may well be that we're just going to do this, go into the weekend with a shutdown. It doesn't start till Friday night. Therefore, it wouldn't have a great impact on a lot of the department over the weekend. And anyway, 87% of that department still works no matter what. So, you know, I, I would forecast an awful lot of finger pointing this week. When you say 87% still works anyway, what they uh, protected from uh, any sort of shutdown or cutback in funding? Exactly. 87% are considered essential workers, or they work for departments that are self-funded, like the immigration services. So you, we're talking about TSA, Coast Guard, you know, FEMA, and other functions where these people have been deemed essential. And so even if there were a shutdown of the government, some 87% of the DHS workers in that shutdown in 2013 still went to work every day. Now, right. they wouldn't get their paycheck would be zero until they figured out what to do, but they still come to work. So in that sense, you're not stopping, you know, airport security. You're not stopping other things. And that's why for some Republicans, they look at this and say, you know, it won't be a shutdown that most people will feel. And getting back to the judge's ruling that was one judge. It wasn't a panel of judges. It wasn't a jury. One regular federal district right. judge. And so, you know, if they were to say, okay, well, we're going to back off because of that one judge, you know, that could blow up because we don't know about the uh, stay or the appeal yet. Yeah, now the White House said uh, last week on Friday that they would by today file an emergency stay to block the temporary injunction that was filed by that federal judge last week and that they will also pursue a separate appeal of the judge's decision. So we're talking two legal tracks there and each one of them, theoretically, Herman, could reach the U.S. Supreme Court. But uh, the emergency stay, we are led to believe, would happen by today. It wasn't clear when the overall appeal would be filed. Now, some Democrats in Congress are urging the president to ignore the court ruling. Have you heard that? Well, I mean, you can say what you want, but you can't. I mean, you're not going to be able to ignore the court ruling. No. Because they've already said that uh, and they've already postponed all the implementation actions. Right. So uh, they said very clearly, the Homeland Security Secretary said very clearly last week that they would follow the judge's ruling. Well, I did not know that 87 percent of... Department of Homeland Security was deemed essential and yeah, necessary. Yeah, I think there's only 30,000 employees who ha who would uh, who would be hit by that. Right. Um, uh, so it's you know it's uh, let's see it's it 15 uh, 15 percent of the 230,000 people who work there about 30,000 would be furloughed. The others who are deemed essential would work but without getting their paychecks. TSA, Border Patrol, Coast Guard, and other things at at the Department of Homeland Security. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh yeah, look, I, I would expect lots of scare tactics and yeah. you know finger pointing and everything and you know we can always have a legitimate argument about whether or not it, you know, it really impacts the people etc cetera, etc cetera. 
The one thing that I do find interesting, I can only imagine the fury of the GOP if this was switched around the other way, uh, the, the terrorism angle. And I do think for some Republicans, that's something they've raised a red flag about, that they argue that they shouldn't be seen at all as trying to shut down DHS because of that terrorism angle. Right. Oh, well. Now, what about... Uh what what else are they going to be working on other than that? Uh, well, that's uh, obviously that's going to be the main focus in terms of what's going on. I mean, there's a couple other things on the schedule this week for the House of Representatives. The Senate is back today. The House is not back until tomorrow. But really, uh, I think most everything is going to be overshadowed just by this fight. The president is speaking. Uh, well, he'll be talking in just a few minutes uh, to the nation's governors down at uh, the White House. They're uh, they're in town this week visiting the White House, and I thought it was sort of funny. He he made a, a little quip last night in his toast to the governors about how some might be sort of eyeing the White House and uh, taking a closer look at it, thinking that they might be living there or something like that. Uh, certainly, we uh, saw a lot of attention on that. We'll see a lot more attention this week on the GOP race for the White House with uh, the big CPAC conference going on here in D.C. later this week. Most, that's going to be really our first big assembly, I would guess, is the best way to put it, of a lot of the GOP hopefuls who will come through and speak to that more conservative Republican group, and we'll see if anybody comes out uh, for the better or for the worse after that. Now, Herman, he... uh, Marco Rubio's up uh, actually one talking about tonight's vote in the Senate on the filibuster yeah. on the DHS funding bill. Marco Rubio of Florida will not be here for that vote because he's spending the day up in New Hampshire. He's doing a town hall there and then doing a book signing this evening. His his book trip so far in the last uh, 10 days has led him to New Hampshire, Iowa, South Carolina, and Nevada. Hey, those are the first four states that vote in next year's presidential That's just election. That's purely coincidental. It's very, yes, very, very good scheduling by those people, <laughs> yes. In fact, I have trips planned for those same states. Well, yeah, it just happens. Month, okay? Yeah, exactly. Just, it just totally happens. coincidental, all yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Now, one of the things that the House is going to vote on, you're asking what else is going on this week. You remember the big dust-up when uh, the Obama budget came out around the State of the Union time, just after the State of the Union, yes. and the president was going to limit the tax breaks for those 529 savings plans for college. Right. Uh, the Republicans are bringing up a bill this week to expand those 529 plans to basically try to stick it in the eye of the president and bring that issue up. So they'll be voting on that later this week. What would that expansion look like? I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, basically it would, uh, I think in some way, would allow for... Um, uh, More ex money. Exactly, expand the way. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Which makes sense. I mean, even with Obamacare, then they cut back on the amount that you could put into uh, uh, health savings accounts. It was at one le level, and they reduced it. I believe in the Obama health law, yeah. it did reduce it, if I remember correctly, yes. Right. And I had a caller earlier today that said that he went online, and he went through this whole painful process of f trying to file his income taxes, and he said that for eight months last year, he did not have health insurance. So he was assessed not 1% or $100 for the year. He was assessed that amount. But every month, he didn't have health insurance. I wasn't aware of that. I don't know how many people are aware of that. You mean every month he was penalized yes. 1%? I didn't. I, that's not my understanding of it, but I'll, I'll defer to people who've been fighting it themselves. Well, the, the, I want Clark to verify it, but this caller said that he actually used healthcare.gov 
and the whatever else he was doing, and he was hit that way. So we will check that out to confirm it. But he was sitting there saying, "Yep, it cost him an additional eight hundred dollars." Well, that's why it was a and monthly penalty. I think after we were on on Friday, the administration announced that they were uh, uh, setting up a new mini enrollment period for those people basically who last year decided not to buy health insurance that they will have from march 15th until the end of april to go to healthcare.gov and sign up for insurance so they're not subject to that penalty right they announced that conveniently on Friday, right? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we had a number of things get announced conveniently on Friday. I tell you, more and more, I don't like to take Fridays off, or, or actually, I should look at it the other way. It's a good day to take off, because then I'll miss all the big news that doesn't happen until late in the day. Unbelievable. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. All we right, see you tomorrow, Herman. should be a uh, pretty big week, I think. I'll see all you right. later. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Breaking news, experience, and insight. Herman Cain brings it to you every day, every day. on the radio and at HermanCain.com. Coming up, rapid fire. 877 310 2100.